episode 39, Mount Sorrow. You're listening to Star What the The podcast where we talk about the Star Wars universe one useless fact at a time. My name is Marty Cow, and with me today is the usual co-host, Jason Tagmeyer. And out today is Alex Strang, who because he's uh, managed to contract some kind of disease and is seeking a mountain to cure him. Oh. Yeah. Poor Alex. Yeah. It's unfortunate. He always has these issues. Yes. Um, anyway, if you didn't get what we're talking about, which, if you knew what we're talking about, then... That congrat- would be scary. Yeah. Congratulations on being way too big of a nerd. <laughs> Today's episode <laughs> is Mount Sorrow. Oh, good old Mount Sorrow. The, the, uh, most... Is there a more famous mountain in Star Wars? Is there a mountain in Star Wars that's, that's known? Not that I can Are there of- mountains in Star Wars? But there has to be. Well, I wouldn't count Mount Sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I have to say that Mount Sorrow probably is the most famous one because, like, it's the only one I've ever seen talked I, about. Like, there's no mountain ranges that I know of. Uh, there's Mount, cliffs. There's. I got a list of dagger, uh, mountains here. Mount Dagger on Dagobah. Glass Mountain on Tatooine. And uh, the Korokroyo Mountain of Kashyyyk. Uh, those are the only planets I am recognizing so far. And Mount Sorrow is not in that list? Oh, he he is. Okay. He is. Oh, he is. Interesting. Oh, wait, there's a Mount Yoda. I want to know what you mean by he is. Well, for those of you who don't know, let's begin the reading portion. Here now. Um, Mount Sorrow was a mountain on the forest moon of Endor. The tip of the mountain was, in fact, sentient and had the power to blow people off the summit or cry tears of healing. Uh, Sorrow was a figure of legend in Ewok lore, albeit an ex- obscure one. Is that how you say that? Albeit? Yeah. Albeit. Yeah, um, albeit. Known only to the shamans and witch doctors of Endor. Sometime during the uh, Imperial era, Mount Sorrow was able to cure budding poet Tebow of the perilous laughing spell, inherited from a loony bird in the Endor woods. Alright, that's a lot to take in. Yeah, that, that's, uh, a, that's enough. But the, the gist of it is it's a mountain... That the tip is sentient, although it looks like the whole thing in the pictures. Yeah, um, it's like this one. It's like on a landing. It's just a mountain with a face. Yep, it's got like a nose shape. It's got like a mouth shape, and it's got like eye shapes. It was a figure of legend in the Ewok lore, but it existed essentially in this um, comic book. Yep, and just so you know, it comes from a comic book. It's not from the Ewoks. Uh, Cartoon series yep. or the uh, Ewok films? Nope, this is from Ewoks number seven, the Perilous Laughing Spell. Wow, yeah, there, there's so much to take in here. So <coughs> I want to know. First of all, I didn't know Tebow was a poet. That, that, that one was, <laughs> that's, a, that's that one, quite a revelation. That's a new one for me. Um, and and it's curing him of the Perilous Laughing Spell, which I want to know more about. That he got from a loony bird, which I absolutely want to know more about. Uh, in the Endor Woods. The second thing is, just so you know what this mountain looks like, it's a gray mountain. Bluish gray. Bluish gray with, like, white around it, which looks like it should be on, a like, Hoth or something and not Endor. So this is an area of Endor that we have not seen. And we've talked about, is Endor just a big forest and, 
just Ewoks running rampant, but no, there are sections of this forest moon of Endor that yeah, it's, it's very different. It's that are drastically like, different. And the mountain appears to be it's a lonely mountain. There's nothing around the mountain, so it's it's uh, could have smog on it, uh, as far as we know. And it is like in the middle of what looks like a plain. Like it doesn't look like a yeah, forest it's, around it. It's it's very odd. I don't understand. What Mount Sorrow is, where it is, what it is, when it is, why it is blue. I don't understand anything about it because it comes from that weird time in the eighties when Ewoks were, yeah, Ewoking it up. Yeah, <laughs> with the with the cartoon and everything else that's going on. Exactly. So the perilous laughing spell, which is what drove Tebow to this mountain, the, the budding poet Tebow, uh, the budding poet Tebow. Excuse me. Um, and there's an actual link on the word poet before TiVo, so I'm very curious as to why... There's plenty uh, of poets in the Star Wars universe, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I guess there's a list of poets, and I wouldn't put Tebow on one of them. But uh, it was a magic spell contracted by the touching a loony bird, which we need to know about it. But it caused the victim to laugh uncontrollably, a spell that plagued his victim forever. Which is very interesting, that it's forever. And temporarily affect anyone who went near them. And the only thing that could cure the spell was the Tears of Mount Sorrow. Um, so, uh, watch out for that loony bird, because it is absolutely contagious. Now, I should note that there are there was a little more to that, um, to that illness that isn't explained. Um, the illness caused Tebow to play pranks on his fellow Ewoks, who summoned Logre, the shaman of the Bright Tree Village, to treat Tebow's condition. Logre then suggested that Mount Sorrow was the cure. Um, but what that means... <laughs> Logre knows everything. That's a, that's a part of the, uh, of the, the, it, that is missing from the Paris Laughing Spell. So he, at some point he causes pranks. We don't know what those pranks were because I couldn't find the issue. So it doesn't make you just laugh. It makes you become a trickster. Yeah, like and, a jokester. Of some yeah. sort. And maybe even constantly laugh, but... Um, maybe Tebow needed that. Which is terrifying when you know... Like, weird, obscure diseases that I used to research when I was in high school. <laughs> like, uh, there's a disease called the Laughing Death, known as Kuru, Ooh. which was uh, contracted by eating uh, human brains infected with the disease. So, so did Tebow eat the loony bear? Maybe. We don't know. I can't find the issue. I was I will, looking for it this morning, and I couldn't find it. I will tell it. you if Tebow ate the loony bear. <laughs> um... The bird laughed incessantly, so the bird had had the laugh. Um, and any creature touched would fall under the spell, uh, plague them forever. Um, but that's it. All it does is it touches them. So there's no no eating involved. So Tebow touched the creature, the, the, the loony bird, for God knows what reason. We can't find out. <laughs> or maybe the loony bird came down and touched Tebow. Yep. For God knows which re- reason. Nobody nobody will ever know. Maybe it's attracted to poetry, or maybe Tebow was singing a song. Exactly. Maybe it's, it's maybe, maybe, we have, we have to look at this from an evolutionary standpoint. Maybe the loony bird kills its prey slowly by killing them in a way that the Joker kills people by making them laugh to death because they can't breathe after a while. Um, so that's, that's a possibility. That's or, true. Um... Uh, the loony bird, because that's the only way the loony bird could make sense, because a bird that laughs all the time is evolutionarily a disadvantage. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how it's gonna, unless, like, it's like, come over here, guys, I got a funny joke for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's that if it talks, maybe. I think, like, there is an appeal in laughter. Like, there's an attractiveness in, 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 in 
think of somebody who has a really good laugh, like Ricky Gervais or, you know, Gilbert Godfrey or something. And when they're laughing, it makes you laugh. Exactly. So, I don't know. I think, like, that maybe maybe somebody saw that and wanted to be near it. And then the bird's, like, come a little closer and touches them, and now we're all laughing. Which, for the loony bird and for Tebow, is that a bad thing? Like, if you're laughing uncontrollably, is that bad for you or just bad for everybody else? Like, annoying for everybody else? It's probably annoying for everybody else, I'm, and it I'm would sure be harder it, to breathe. It, it probably prevents you from eating and breathing and working. And I don't know, though. It doesn't sound terrible. It, does, it could be worse, but... It is, uh, we, the Meryl's laughing spell doesn't just do that, it also causes people to pull pranks on you. So you'll just be hated, like, completely, after a while. It causes you to pull pranks it's, on people. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, and I imagine true. they're of the same, um, level. Given that this, uh, the time that this cartoon was made, or this comic book's made, I imagine they're on the same level as, a uh, what was the, the, uh, Pranky Smurf? The, the, the Smurf? Uh, jokey. Jokey Smurf, yeah, where he kept... Something like that. Yeah, we kept putting bombs in boxes or whatever. Yeah, I guess it gets old. It's like you become the class clown and... Nobody liked Jokey Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Jokey Smurf. Uh, but Jokey Smurf, did he like being Jokey Smurf? Or at some point, was he like... <laughs> he touched a loony bird. I'm, and... I'm through with this. I've been making jokes my whole life. Nobody takes me seriously. I can't drop a bomb and put anyone take it seriously. <laughs> exactly. Um, going back, to, I guess, to Matt... I mean, uh, the loony bird is interesting. But so Looney Bird is what sends someone to Mount Sorrow. Exactly. So uh, there's a disease that only Mount Sorrow can cure because it has tears of healing similar to um, uh, Steven Universe, if you watch that. Not okay. really. <laughs> not, not, well, there's an episode about that. But, um, so there's this mountain that can cure them. And uh, so Logre sends them to this mountain that he just happens to know about and is like, you know, we could, like, go there and, like, bottle this stuff and we'll be good for the rest of our lives. We can touch that bird all we want. <laughs> exactly. You know, who knows what else? It could probably cure other stuff. We don't know. I wonder if touching the bird and getting it for a little bit of time is, like, good, but a lot is bad. Like, like a drug of sorts, you know? It like, could be. It could like be. You, you want that little bit, but you have that that that, that antidote to, to, to pull it back. Take a, take a hit of the old loony yeah, bird? Yeah. You know, I want to go throw... I want to do some, um... You know, some uh, hand buzzers and some, uh, you know, some other little pranks and tricks. Let me get a little little touch of the loony bird. A little touch of the loony bird. Now, I just want to say... It eases you up a little bit. You exactly. Know? Uh, that I want to say that before we continue to go into this article, the constant reminders of during the Imperial era throughout the entire article... Like any of that matters. Like, it is hilarious because, one, it doesn't matter because the Imperials aren't there. But it also reminds you that there are better more interesting things in the Star Wars universe. And at the same time, we're talking about it. <laughs> it's true. Oh, Mount Sorrow. Uh, and I also want to note that Mount Sorrow appears on every list of worst extended universe things. Or worst things in Star Wars list. There's a worst things in book on uh, uh, worst things in Star Wars list that um, it got number two and lost out only to the love story in Clone and Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Is this like worse because it's just so wrong in the Star Wars universe? Or is it worse because it's a fat double chin mountain head? I don't know. Is it know. worse because it cures the loony bird? Alright, so here's a question that I have about this. The mountain cures the loony bird's laughter with its tears. Yep. Does the mountain serve any other purpose other than this one type of uh, creature has this, this condition 
Does the mountain serve any other purpose? Well, given that its that its powers are crying tears of healing, which is vague, and probably is the way they put it in the comic book. So they could heal various illnesses. Is what it would suggest, yes. Okay. Um, then it's a little bit better. Exactly. However, it was apparently difficult to get those tears. See, despite the fact that apparently the mountain was in a constant state of depression, be it either stern or sad... Um, it, it, it doesn't really, like, it, it cry. It has to deem people worthy. Yeah, it has yeah. to deem people worthy in this, in this way. And, uh, it does, um, so when Tebow, uh, Wicket Wister Warwick. Wow. Full name. And WWW. Pre-internet, uh, w- uh, promonition right there. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, don't, well, don't you know, all websites are named after Wicket Wistery Warwick. <laughs> Or uh, Princess Kinesia A. Jari Kintaka. Uh, Those are long names for such short beings. I know. Well, that's because they never ever referred to them as their full names in reality. For some reason, when they write out all the Wicked, the Ewok names on the Wikipedia, they always use the full name. I've seen Wicked W. Warwick before. I've seen that. I've never seen Princess Kinesia uh, after anything else after Kinesia. Yeah. A Jari Kintaka I've never seen. Yeah, well, that's their last name. Um, but she's the pink one, I want to say. I would assume so. Yes. Um, in, in the method of 80s female Ewoks. Message of, yeah. And, uh, this was when, uh, Wicked the Ewok was mostly yellow. Yeah, but that was interesting, too. He was an orange, like he clearly is. Um, but, um, so they, cl- uh, the Wicked the Ewok and, uh, Princess Kinesa and Tebow, not Tim Tebow. I should remind everybody. Poet Tebow. It's Poet Tebow. Uh, budding Poet Tebow. Uh, <laughs> head to Mount Sorrow. Uh, and they climb the mountain, as far as we know. And what ends up happening is the mountain will not cry unless he deems Tebow worthy. Um, which is weird, because if your mountain is in a depressive state at all times, and you're called Mount Sorrow, then you think you would cry on demand at all times anyway. Like that mountain in Adventure Time, another cartoon that I'm going to reference today. <laughs> um, uh, they, they reach the base. It's basically like the mount itself, like the head, is like on a base of a mountain, and like the tip is is the the, the last bit of tip. Ah, okay. Is the, yeah, so that's to help explain how. So it's not it a looks. huge just mountain with a face. It's just the very peak of it. Yeah. And, um... The images don't show that well. It looks like it's the whole mountain. Exactly. I see that now. Uh, so, it, uh, so, um, due to its, uh, okay, so what ended up happening was Tebow caused Mount Sorrow to laugh. And in the process, was going to destroy itself because of its laugh. Because it laughed so loudly... And so vibraciously, I guess, that it was going to crumble the whole mountain. Which suggests some structural integrity issues, because mountains don't fall apart in, like, earthquakes that easily. No. It requires strong, strong now shaking. Do you think Tebow caused it to laugh because it was being contagious, or Tebow was being so funny? Oh, man. Because if it's contagious... Then the thing that provides the cure is also affected by the disease, which is very interesting. 
Yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing. I'd like to think Tebow made it. Tebow was being really funny with his poetry. Oh yeah. Uh, however, he was like hickory dickory dive. <laughs> I'll stop right there. Uh, Just don't even. Don't even. His best. Uh, what's best it called? Awful. Andrew Dice Clay impression. Oh, there we go. Tebow Dice Clay. Tebow Dice Clay. I would. Uh, you know what? Somebody make me a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> Nobody will get it except for the exactly. few people that listen to this episode. Although Tebow's callous indifference both depressed and angered the mighty mountain, the contagious nature of the laughing spell caused it to shake with merriment. Alright, so he wasn't being too funny. Yeah, I'm sorry to break your... Uh, break Tebow does clay, wasn't pulling out all the stops. Due to its brittle and stiff nature, the uncontrollable laughter caused Mount Sarah to begin to fall apart, and both it and Tebow's companions tried to make young Ewok move farther away so that sorrow might return to normal. However, then after that, Mount Saru declared that because Tebow is a jerk or whatever caused him to be angry, he decided he was unworthy. And then um, Mount Saru got lost patience with the Ewoks, as it puts it here, <laughs> let forth a mighty gust of wind blowing off Princess and uh, Kinesa and uh, Wicket the Ewok off the side of the summit. Uh, and I want to I want to say this: the last sentence of the second paragraph of it puts it in the best way possible. Go for it. It also had no qualms about sending children to their death, which it demonstrated by attempting to murder Wicked the Warwick Street Warwick and Princess Kinesa Ajari Kintaka. Wow! So <laughs> apparently, I, I don't know if that's like just like somebody taking their like editorial like <laughs> like position on the Wikipedia and. Claiming that, or, 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 or wow, yeah, there's no like, problems about sending children to their death. They're that's Ewoks. Ex- that's like, um, what do they call it? Like clickbait. Right yeah, there. that's that's like insane. Because like mountain it's a, sends. Wait, why would the mountain know anything about Ewoks? Why would it assume it's their children? Like, do they say they're children? Why does the mountain care about children Ewoks? It's a mountain. The mountain thought that they ruined the Star Wars trilogy. Oh, you know what? The mountain was a fan of Empire. (laughs) The mountain can go laugh itself to death, apparently. (laughs) And then uh, Tebow grabbed them with a a rope, apparently, that he had been, that had been his leash. Was it a prank rope? I don't know. (laughs) It had been his leash, so they had him on a leash the whole time. Did it have a quarter on the end that he pulled away as soon as they grabbed for it? I would hope so. (laughs) Um, And he saved their lives, and then the mountain decided, yeah, that's good enough. Um... And then, so uh, that that deemed him worthy. Yeah, deemed him worthy. So having, oh, he also said that um, instead of trying to ask again, for uh, Tebow instead refused to ask the mountain for uh, help again, and decided that he'd rather have his, he'd rather die than um, or rather live with the laughing ailment than have his friends put uh, be nearly killed again. And that's not funny. No, it isn't. There's nothing really that funny about that. That's actually, I don't know. That must have been his rare string of, it just was wearing off for a second. And just wore, wore, wearing off for a second. Was, I like to think that he laughed continuously during it. Like, that's more poet than, than that's anything. The, that's, yeah, that's very poetic. Very poetic. And then the mountain was like, good. And then he cried on top of Tebow, I guess. But nobody thought to bring jars. Like, I don't know. It's a mountain. It can cry a lot, I'm sure. That's because Chief Chirpa wasn't there to knock some sense into them. It was just a bunch of kids that are crawling up a mountain. Oh, Chief Chirpa. Chief Chirpa would have brought like seven jars. He puts up with a lot of crap, doesn't he? I know. So, yeah. just to give put some context, I have looked up all the poets in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I would like to tell you who they are. 
Okay. Do you have any? Do you have any guesses? First of all, is Greedo a poet? Poet? Greedo is dead. Oh uh, well, Greedo could have been a poet beforehand. <laughs> a poet? Let's let's just define a poet. In case you don't know, a poet is someone who made up poems and rhymes. They were held in high esteem in tribal cultures, where they were usually shaman, or shaman or medicine men. When in the depths of despair and exhaustion, after witnessing forced visions of the death of Padme. And confused about his role in the Clone Wars, Anakin recalled Obi-Wan Kenobi telling him of a poet he had once read. Though he could no longer recall the exact line from the poet that Kenobi had quoted, he remembered it as being something along the lines of, There is no greater misery than to remember, with bitter regret, a day when you were happy. So, Anakin had a little a little in him, but he wasn't a poet. No, uh, no, he was he, a pilot or something. He just spelled it a little differently. <laughs> <laughs> the poets were, ready for this? Okay. Adranax. Okay. Omar Barenko. Nothing yet. Fellowax. Nope. <laughs> Horolax. No. Soshu Landa. The Olax brothers are my favorite. Harry Sandella. Harry? <laughs> H-A-R-I. Oh. Harry. <laughs> okay. Sean Valdez. So who regular... made it in, uh, like... <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Harry worked nor- on the film. Yeah, and Tebow. Uh, it's good to know that Tebow, the budding poet... Got He's the most own. famous of all <laughs> yeah, poets. <really. laughs> when Tebow is the most favorite poet, famous poet, you know there's a problem. Oh, Tebow. I don't know. Sean Valdez might be... Uh, That's true. He could be a real person. <laughs> he could be the most popular poet of all... T- He's like the uh, the rock of poetry. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Being a poet, um, you, can, you, can, you can go far. Yep. So, going back to the mountain, I want to say something that might not might be controversial might not be I don't think Mount Sorrow is the dumbest thing in the Star Wars universe nor do I think it's that out of place okay so first things first it's pretty dumb yep it's pretty uh generic 80s cartoon yep it, it could go put, to. you could put it in the middle of the Smurfs and you it wouldn't put be it that anything yeah exactly and it wouldn't be, and and it it wouldn't be out of place Ewoks. Yep. Dumbest? I would say no. I, no it's not I, the dumbest. It is a story. It, it pr- provides a decent story. It would be dumb if it if it didn't give a story. Exactly. If it didn't change Tebow's ways. And, exactly. Uh, uh, there are two things that come to mind. I that, think that the Looney Bird is dumber. <laughs> the Looney Bird is way dumber. I have to agree with you there. No, that's just stupid. That's That like, thing is just stupid. Uh, but as far as the out of place in the Star Wars universe, it feels more like... I picture this in like like Mel Brooks' face in in, yeah. in Spaceballs, <laughs> playing this mountain. Um, I don't know that it's out of place. The fact that it's a talking mountain, there's to, a, you like 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 um, Treebeard in yeah. in Lord of the Rings does not feel out of place. It doesn't. Nope. Um, I could see that. It's and done well. This feels more like never ending story than Star Wars. Because yeah. I feel like there is a talking <laughs> something in never ending story. There, well, there's uh, the rock biter. That's like, exactly it. But if this was done well. That's the thing. It might not be too far off. But I've said my thing about Star Wars is we don't see anything but human, human shaped aliens. Yeah. So a stretch from a human shaped alien to the talking mountain, I guess in between is like Jabba the Hutt. Yep. So it's not terrible, but we don't see... I don't think we see anything like that. Yep. So, I mean, like... Because the thing that I find most frustrating about it is, like, what I mentioned before is that this shows up on top dumbest list all the time. 
And while I do find it kind of dumb in, in its own way, it, yeah, it serves a purpose. It's a MacGuffin. That's yeah. all it is. It's a MacGuffin to tell a story about Tebow, the budding poet, uh, trying to, helping his friends. Yep. And that's it. Like, that, that's all, like, because, and the character doesn't need to exist anymore. But. I think I, it should, and I think that's yeah. what makes it not a MacGuffin, if it comes back at some point. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, when we exist in the Star Wars, when the Star Wars universe has Jar Jar Binks, who I find to be dumber. Because I, I he's more frustrating, admittedly. Mount Sorrow doesn't frustrate me. When we exist in the Star, when the Star in the Star Wars universe also exists Zero the Hut and Rada the Hut, admittedly Jabba's son, who I also hate. It's hard to hate on Mount Sorrow because those were simpler times. <laughs> this was what nineteen eighty six or something like that. Nineteen, yeah, nineteen eighty six. This was before we started taking stuff seriously. <laughs> like, I mean, there's even... Uh, there's a character in the Star Wars universe that collects toys of Star Wars characters. Yeah, that, there's a character that does that. And that's that's also in the comic from... That's in a novel. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Which rough. Which is like... I don't, I don't even understand it. But we yeah. have to read it. Exactly. We'll, we'll <laughs> we that. have to absolutely read that. And, I mean, like... So when I look at it and go... Yeah, it's Oogie Boogie from, uh... uh it's a grounded Before... Oogie Boogie. It's like a... a yeah, it, from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Then, you know, I kind of look at it and go, ha yeah, that's a weird thing. It's yeah. like, you know what? The Yuzang Vong exists in the Star Wars universe. We hate Mount Sorrow over the Yuzang Vong? <laughs> Those guys are the stupidest things ever. <laughs> Alright, so in your justification of Mount Sorrow, do you expect to see it in Episode seven? <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there. If you think it fits so well, not even do you. How could you put this into episode? Oh, you could seven? put this in the background of episode seven. If it's not, we're not seeing Ewoks in episode seven. We already know this. Yeah, we, we there's a there's an article talking about this that I found on the. What Would I that be the biggest seven. mistake of all time? Not having Ewoks. In no, episode having seven? Ewoks in episode seven. No. Would that be the death of Star Wars? future as long as it wasn't a main character it would be fine if an ewok walked past in the background of an of uh whatever the name of the planet jacko or whatever it is what if the ewoks defeated the strongest enemy out there like like an ewok <laughs> dropped a rock on the new lightsaber dude uh yeah kylo ren, <laughs> kylo is, ren. is defeated by an ewok <laughs> no with a lightsaber with a lightsaber the ewok gets a lightsaber and then defeats kylo ren no See, i would Die for that. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd watch it. I'd... Just for the reactions that we'd hear. Yeah, no, no. It would improve this show greatly. Every episode would talk about it. There would be no end of it. It would be like, yeah, it's kind of like that time that, that Book at the Ewok, who is like 80 years old now, drops a rock onto... But we've essentially had like 700-year-old Yoda doing flips. and Exactly. And it didn't... It, it didn't really... It was a shock, absolutely. But, yeah, so... Um, a mountain like this, it the only thing that to me that throws it out of it is a talking something that's talking that we know of in our world pulls you from the film, pulls you out for a second and makes you realize that this is it's hard to like suspend disbelief in that. Yeah, um, I would love to see something like that because to me that's what makes the Star Wars universe different than our universe. Um, but 
it would need to be a planet that's also very different. Like, Endor's like a forest, you know? It's and like all a of a sudden you have this talking mountain is a little... It, 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 it just would be, it would be hard to, 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 uh, to, to fall for that. Yeah. So, I would I mean, love to, though. I would love to fall for that. I would like to see it. I could, I could see it. I mean, here's the thing. Is that if you put Mount Sorrow in, like I said, the Smurfs or the Snorks somehow... Or uh, gummy bears. Yeah. If a fantasy setting, you would have had this, and you wouldn't have questioned it, and you would have been like, it's kind of weird, but all right. No, I thought it was a crossover from the Snorks or the Smurfs. If there's an Ewok Snorks Smurfs crossover out there, I'd I'd read it. Or gummy bears, I imagine, would probably be the the good one to combine it with. Yeah, gummy bears and Ewoks. Gummy bears and Ewoks? Would be the greatest theme song of all time because you've got the gummy bears theme song. But then you've got the Ewoks theme song that's like we're the E E E E Ewoks, we're the spirits of the forest moon. Yeah. So how would you combine them? I would like to see it. You could remix them probably. Gummy bears. Where are the spears from the forest? <laughs> Gum, you know, I would eat gummy Ewoks, though. I'm going to say that. I'm going to put that right out there. Now, that's the crossover. Forget <laughs> them being in the same show. Just gummy Ewoks is the crossover. That's that, all, to, it's a food that you eat, and that's all we need to do. It doesn't need to go any further, even though they would. <laughs> it would be a show and a movie and everything else. Just the snack. Yep. Gummy Ewoks. Absolutely. Would be awesome. All right. Um... Now, before I go into a rant about Ewoks, I guess again, uh, let's talk about Toy Talk. Toy Talk! Where's our jingle? Yeah, we don't have one. Um, toy Talk. So, there's. I made a pile of sand one time and <laughs> made a face on it and said it was Mount Sorrow. Um, um, yeah, there's, there's obviously the, nothing like there's that. There's nothing. The there toy- obviously will never be anything like that. <laughs> I was hoping to find one person that sculpted Mount Sorrow. Yeah, uh, nobody's ever done that, and nobody will. Nobody will. Um, if there's a Star Wars war game out there, though, if there's a Star Wars war game out there where one player plays as Rebels and one player plays as uh, Stormtroopers, and I mean like a real war game, not Imperial Assault. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Make Mount Sorrow. Make it and make that a battlefield. Make Endor, and then have a mountain on it, and then at the tip of the mountain, carve a little face. That would be your toy. Do that, and we will give you 50 space dollars. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's there's nothing. There were, you know, some decent Ewok toys from the cartoon series, which the comic looks just like it, so we're just going to say... we're. It's, it's basically the same thing. Just make them the same thing. It's a star imprint Marvel comic. It's basically is based off a TV show. Um, so we... Uh, I have the Ewok Village from that, and it's very cool. It's just a very colorful bubbly, you know, green... Yeah, we hot. talked about the Ewok Village when yeah. we did an episode on the Ewok Village and we talked about that toy for most of it. Yeah, so that... <laughs> but I could see Mount Sorrow being the companion to that. Yeah, no, because, I could like, too. everything needs some sort of a, uh, like, Adventures. action feature. Yeah, action like, set. Like, uh, so you've got that and it pops up and the top pops up and there's, like, a thing and an elevator or whatever. Mount Sorrow could simply be a little mountain thing that the Ewoks can trek up around... Um, or it can even be like a board game, like where they trek up around, like a little yeah, thing. A little but what happens is they get to a certain point, and you tap the top, and water pops out. Yeah, there you go. So that's the action feature: is you know, if you can get your Ewok to the top, you can tap the top and knock out the water, and anybody who gets wet 
maybe it's enough water to knock down everybody else. Like, uh, and then you got little uh, Chief Chirp at the bottom with a bottle, and yeah. I don't know. That would be I could see that next to that Ewok hut. Oh yeah, no, it would be well, awesome. I actually like that idea. But enough of theoretical toy talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I would absolutely love anything. Uh, Mount Sorrow related. If somebody made me a cardboard like stand up or something, like a paper mache little Mount Sorrow, yeah. I would love it. It would be awesome. It would be the one thing I'd put it next to my job of the hut figure. And maybe a new challenge for us should be: we have to make a diorama every episode. <laughs> we add that that next uh, uh, thing to it. Yeah, that would be great. That would be we, t- so bad. You have to go online and buy all the action figures though, because there would be one we like. We, we talk about characters that have action figures all the time. True. So, like, I, I mean, do you want to go out and buy a sand crawler? I would love to if I could afford it. Exactly. Um, so that's enough of toy talk, or theoretical toy talk. Yeah. Toy talk. Right. Um, I think, I guess that makes it time for our final question. Yes, exactly. Um, and my final question is a little open-ended, but uh, if you were J.J. Abrams, okay. making the new Star Wars film... Um, someone making a new Star Wars comic, someone making a new Star Wars cartoon, Rebels, anything else. You have a mountain that is your MacGuffin. What emotion are you giving it that is not sorrow? Ooh. Okay, so I'm making mount emotion. Mount. A mountain emotion. Well, we don't want a mountain of many emotions, even yeah, though the no. mountain of many emotions would be very awesome. I am mountain of many emotions. Uh, but the mountain of a single emotion... Which emotion, emotion do you choose, and how is it going to impact the story? Um, hmm. 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 Okay. Um, so I'm making a new Star Wars cartoon, because, or, well, I'm... I'm you, it might as well be a cartoon. Yeah, I'm going to make a Star Wars cartoon, because it's the only way I'm going to do this. Um, and, uh, my main characters are going to... Let's go to Endor, because we already know there's one sorrow. We can find the other... There's the other... <laughs> Uh, emotions out there. They go to Mount Angry. Okay. And uh, they have to climb Mount Angry while escaping from whatever bad guys, so the Imperials or uh, the Inquisitors or whatever I'm doing in this series. Okay. And they go up and they get to the top and they don't know that it's a sentient mountain. They've just climbed up because they had no other choice to do so. And uh, Mount Angry is angry all the time and is actually a volcano. Ready to blow. Okay. So they go up there and they find out that it's sentient and they get it so angry by accident that it starts to blow. And that they have to uh, escape from the uh, volcano while the robot at their ship or whatever tries to fix the ship. Um, and this time uh, C-3PO manages to actually shoot the, uh, <laughs> the squid pieces that are stealing its ship. Um, and that is... Uh, wow. That is Mount, Mount Angry. Angry. Mount Angry is cool. That, that's, that, that seems better than Mount Sorrow, obviously. Yeah. So mine would be Mount Surprise. And Mount Surprise would not be on Endor, but it would be on every planet. And you don't know when it's going to come out of the planet and burst out from under the ground. But it could come out at any time, and you're walking, and it's like... The peak comes out. It might be just a peak, and it's like... Surprise! Surprise. It's like, oh, there's that Mount Surprise again. We hate that guy. And once he's there, he's there for a little while. Or maybe he even, like, like, splits off into another one. So he's always there. And he's kind of Mount Annoyance as well. Because 
once he's there, it's just like, hey guys, I'm here. Yeah, I screwed guys. up your, you know, your town and. Everything's good though, right? Cool guys. <laughs> you guys like me though, right? I'm your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I came here to hang out. Where are y'all going? Not surprised. Uh, I'm not surprised. Oh wow. I do have another kind of question if you'd like to do mine. Go for it. If you could bring sentience to one immovable object, what would it be? Uh, immovable object. So one random object in the Star like, Wars universe. In the Star Wars universe, obviously. Yeah. Um, interesting. I think... I would like to see the twin sons being like twins. <laughs> like actual born twins that are sort of like fighting for their parents' approval and the twin sons want there to be one son... Yes. Um, okay. Or, or want to be the greater son, but they're always just the twin sons. They never have any time to themselves, and their their constant battle is to just maybe just even like burst into the other son, or I don't know. They're constantly arguing. The the constant yeah, like they want to be the only son, and maybe the 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 sad part is they they do eventually merge into one and. Then they're not the only one. Exactly. Know. I don't know, that, but the twin sons would be my first thing. Exactly. Just the, just the, the wordplay and the word sons. Exactly. Uh, hmm. I think. Uh, oof. I actually didn't have one thought like really thought out, but I think the obvious one is tree, and it would be like the tree from Pocahontas or like tree a tree, beard. a tree beard. Um, however, I feel like there's a better one, and I think it would be. Um, I'm gonna say. For some reason, my first thought went to the Gungan City. Okay, like the little bubble cities. <laughs> I don't know why, but I would like to see it talk because I would like to see the effect of it, and it would be just as annoying as all the uh, Gungans. Yeah, that would probably make it. That would steal the deal. That would be the worst for... thing in the Star Wars universe, I think. It probably would. I think. I think. I think we wouldn't have seen an episode two or three make it to, to the theater if that happened. Exactly, and um, we wouldn't have had the rest of the prequels, and uh, the series would have ended there. We would have never gotten any of the stuff that came afterwards. We wouldn't be here today. Yeah, we wouldn't be. Well, we might be here. We might be still talking about Star Wars, but we might have been talking about a different age of Star Wars. This would be the Gummy Bears WTF podcast. The Gummy Bears WPF podcast, where we uh, we discuss the universe of Gummy Bears one useless fact at a time. And with that, uh, <laughs> I think that would be the end of our episode. Thank yeah. you for listening to uh, Gummy WTF. <laughs> Join us next time, where we discuss something even less important, despite how hard that might be. Oh, man. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. It could be soft. They're gummy bears. It could be. Gummy Ewoks. Gummy Ewoks. I still want gummy Ewoks. Yeah. Somebody make us gummy Ewoks. Haribo, you better be listening. Exactly. All right. See ya. See ya.